It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The Love Doctors Podcast is sponsored by Choice Mortgage Bank. to the Love Docs, 1-877-927-6969. This is Real Radio 94.3. On the Treasure Coast, find us at 1017. Yeah, slap that bass, Dan. Yeah, slap that yeah. bass, baby. Get the little air band action in here. We have the best air band on earth in this studio. Dano, D-A-N-O, at iHeartMedia.com is the email address. It'd be good to hear from you. I'm showing my age here, but the West Palm Beach Auditorium, are you freaking kidding me? My most vivid memories of growing up revolve around that place. As a kid, my dad would drop me off Monday nights to watch Florida Championship Wrestling, always packed when Dusty Rhodes was on the card. Oh, yeah. yeah Gordon yeah. Soley announcing the action. Yeah. Go ahead, do your best, Gordon Soley, Glenn. But, but Dusty Rhodes. I'm, yeah, Dusty I'm, Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes would come up to Gordon Soley and go, Gordon Soley. <laughs> Gordon Soley, my man. I'm Dusty Rhodes, the American dream, baby. <laughs> nice job, Glenn. Gordon Soley was awesome because the, the move is called the suplex. But he always used to call it a souple. Right. The high vertical souple. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Soley would be, the, the, the wrestlers would be in his face yelling at him, and he, with the microphone, and he'd just be there just totally stone faced, <laughs> not acting afraid, not laughing, not grinning. He was just no emotion whatsoever, you know, when they were talking to him back in the day. Reed here also worked as a bellboy at the Ramada Inn on Palm Beach Lakes and. Met and drove many of the WWF wrestlers to the odd <laughs> in the hotel van. The concerts there were amazing. Van Halen, Cheap Trick, even New Year's Eve concert with the Atlanta Rhythm Section in 79. Walking home from the show that night, I had a friend from school. That was 1980. The Van Surf and Skateboard Expos were another favorite of mine. I worked at Cruisin' Liquor Stand in the 90s. Wow. Yeah. I remember that place. The West Palm Beach Blaze Hockey Team hoisting the Sunshine Cup. And bringing it to the club. I got a ton more up there for sure. I will never forget that place. Thanks, Reed. Boy, the old Cruzan liquor stand, man. We did a bunch of events at that place back in the day. Back we were at KGR. We were hanging out there doing all kinds of events and things. You know? The very first time that I saw you, it was, and you were you were at Cruzan liquor stand, but Cruzan's was called something different before that and it was Ooh. called club soda i believe was it yeah okay. i don't remember the club soda and that's where i saw a it was a late 80s band called when in rome oh i remember those guys yeah they had they had one hit uh it was called um they had one hit ah crap i can't remember the name of it. it'll it'll come to me when i'm not thinking about it uh but i walked in and the, the promise the promise. The That's promise. exactly right. Thank you, Jimmy. It was the promise, uh, and and yeah, and they were really popular for this song. It was right. all over the radio, and they were they were doing their little club tour. Oh, I remember this song yeah, from sure. the eighties. Yeah, and the place was Club Soda. You guys were there, right? I remember meeting Terrence 
only mm-hmm. because he was a Jupiter grad. And somebody I was there with introduced me to Terrence, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember you from the from the halls. Again, I had showed up. I was only there for a month or so. Uh, and the the crowd of degenerates that were out there to see you guys <laughs> <laughs> left such a lasting impression on me. Yeah. The next time I got to see you, was at Jock Sports Club. And we really made an even worse impression on you that night. It was at that point that I decided, one, I was never getting into radio, and two, I wanted nothing to be, I didn't want to be anywhere around these love doctor things. <laughs> things. <laughs> man, what a, wow, wow, man, how ironic is life. Yeah, the Jocks event was the night we did the What Would You Do for $500, where we had people do the most, dis- well, we didn't ask them to. They came up and volunteered and did some of the most disgusting things you can imagine on stage, all for a lousy 500 bucks. There were some hard-up-ass people in your audience. You're not kidding, man. You're not kidding. The you, things they ate, the, oh. things they di- the things they did on stage. And not only to themselves, but to other people. For 500 bucks? <laughs> Gross. Yes, Luke. That that does remind me of a video that uh, that we posted today on RealRadio943.com, the Love Doctors blog. It's a dude on a dare. Well, not only a dare. There is $1,000 involved. Yep. What he had to do for this $1,000 was to sit bare-assed on a beehive right not a uh beehive like that's hanging in a tree but a beekeeper's beehive the box yeah i saw the photo (laughs) i saw the video and i saw the photos of it it's unreal yeah he 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 drops trowel right there and uh you know doesn't grin and bear it but he bears it (laughs) (laughs) that's all he needed you want to talk about hard up for money man that's uh well, That's hard up for money. I wonder how many times he got stung. Yeah, but who knows, man? I mean, that, that smoke does work. It calms right. him down a little bit. But when you're invading their area with your taint, o- o- open butt cheeks, <laughs> <laughs> your taint and that's everything a, else. That's a very sensitive area to sit down where there's a lot of very sharp things looking yes. to sting you. Oh, uh. it, It's definitely worth a watch. <laughs> RealRadio943.com. And back to the phones we go. Thank you for waiting. Joe, welcome to Real Radio. Hi, Joe. I gotta tell, are you? Well, oh, Joe, I'm hey, great. Joe. What's going on? Do you have a cold or something? That's from that all those years of smoking, honey. Oh, Joe. Oh. Okay, all right. Well, you you you, <laughs> you sound a little down, but you sound good today. I didn't, you know, I, I never realized how bad my voice is until I started to talk. I didn't realize it was going to be that way today. <clears throat> but at any rate, Glenn. Yeah, Joe. I have something to ask you. It's been bothering me all week. Sure. Ask away. I know you're a big fan of um, Star Trek. Yeah. Right? In the the next generation, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There was a group of killer people, (laughs) and they were on this um, ship that looked like an office building. Right? Okay. And at the end of the season, they had a cliffhanger. The captain was captured by them and taken on board. And, you know, I, I worried about him all summer long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did too, Joe. I did too. I can hardly wait. Yeah. And then when it came back on, you know, the new season started, 
That was the worst crap I'd ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Good old Lucutus, man. Yeah, that was that was the Borg you're thinking of on the a the Borg, Borg. That's right. The ship was a big and, cube. And and the thing is, you know, you're anticipating <laughs> this thing all summer, and then when they come back, it is the lousiest. Most boring crap I'd ever seen. You were you were disappointed by that episode, huh? I was I was disappointed about the new season, you know. Oh, but, uh, I will so hold on, Joe. Before you go any further, I will say this: among Star Trek fans yeah. and the Next Generation fans, that was one of the better episodes. It was considered the best of both worlds, part one and two. <laughs> yep, that's what it's called. Wait a minute now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Joe. You mean the cliffhanger, right? Well, that you was part one. Part one, yeah. That that had me. Yeah, good. All right. Well, they say part one and they then... came back on that next year. It's <laughs> this crap. Is it related to... My goodness. Is... I was waiting all summer for that thing, and I was so disappointed when the new season came on. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Now, will you be tuning into the new Star Trek that's uh, going to be starting up here in just, what, 10 days? The 24th. I oh, think. it's yeah. the 24th? September 24th, Star Trek Discovery, but that's on uh, CBS uh, uh, All Access, which means you got to have a computer to watch it or you have to have a smart TV. Maybe I'll get her a fire stick. Yeah. There you, you go. Know, what? You know how that... Uh, that affects me. Not at all. Oh, you're no. not going to watch Star Trek now. That that one <laughs> ruined it. I love Star Trek, even after that disappointing episode. <laughs> Joe, resistance is futile. That's right. We will but, uh, assimilate. <laughs> no, I don't have computers or anything around my house. So, and I wouldn't dare get it for that. Please, leave me alone. <laughs> leave, leave me, me alone. alone. What, kind, what kind of fan are you, Joe? <laughs> Yes, the truth. <laughs> oh, saw a band, a group, at the Leaky Teepee. Did you? It had to be back in the 70s because I hadn't been back <clears throat> in Florida uh, that long, you know, but I was back. I remember I was back. <clears throat> I can't remember the name of the damn group for nothing. I don't know why, but I remember the first time I ever heard them to know who they were. I was in Montreal, right? I'd gone up there for uh, to bring back a case of clap. That's all it was. But that A case of clap? A case of V-clap? You heard that, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong clap. <laughs> That's closer, Jimmy. Well done. <laughs> And it was a, 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 the first time I'd ever smoked a joint before. Right. Ooh. So you understand this guy I'd gone up there to see was a musician. You know that, don't you? Okay. okay. Oh, now we do now. <laughs> yeah, and at any rate, uh, he was playing these guys, right? And I can remember I'm high and laughing, <laughs> and he t- tells me that the girl he had bought it from said it was la- it was a laughing reefer, right? Laughing reefer, giggling all over the place. That right? wacky tobacco, yeah, that'll make <laughs> you giggle. So at any rate, uh, we're about to go to sleep. I'm laying there, and I hear these footsteps, and then I hear a door slam, 
And I said, what the hell was that? And it was on this album. And, and you know, it ended, that's the way the, the, the set ended. Right. With the door, with the people walking, somebody walking out and the door slamming behind them. I can't remember the name of that group of Swift. I cannot remember. And they were at the and they were at the leaky teepee, huh? Yeah, and uh, at any rate, uh, my girlfriends and I. That, there were four of us who went to see them, and I was the one that begged them, "Let's go, let's go, let's go," you know. And uh, at any rate, we must have been the only. The, we must have been the only black women in there. Four of us. We had a good time. Though. They were a great group, and I remember reading somewhere that the lead. The leader of that uh, group had died this, many years ago that he had died. And uh, I can't remember the name of that group was Sweat. Boy, that, uh, that, that's the sound effects you were talking about, the door slamming and footsteps walking away, that sounds familiar to me, but I can't think of what that album that was or the, that song. You don't remember the names of any of their songs, huh? I can't remember any of it. I don't know. Yes, I do. I'm old as hell. That's why. You must have been really high that night. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I went to see them, Mike. And when I got back to Florida, I knew who they were because I had convinced the girls, well, let's go see them at the Leaky TV. Yeah. <laughs> and in the complete reversal, the four of these women walked up to some dudes and said, you mind if we dance with your dates? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Go get them, Joe. Excuse me? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> dance with your dates. <laughs> Oh, please. I went to, uh, I can't remember who I went with, though. Went there to see the circus one time. The, uh, you know, Ringling Brothers. Right, right. There. Yeah, they were there every year, it seemed like. And uh, when they were coming in on the train, the animals, the, uh, the elephants, I'd get off of work, go get me some fast food and park on, on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard and wait for them to walk them from the railroad down to the leaky TP. Oh, yeah, that's I right. That a, I did that about two years in a row. I enjoyed that so. It was wonderful watching them walk down the down Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard. Yeah, that's right. It they really they was. would uh, they would bring every well, everything in by train at that point, and the tracks are not that far from uh, right. fr- from uh, the, the, the auditorium. auditorium. So they would just unload them there, walk them down the boulevard, yeah. I, to see the elephants walking down the street was fabulous. I, I love that. Yeah, I bet I that was it. pretty cool to see. Yep. Yeah. It was. was. A couple mile walk. Cut it out. They stopped doing it, you know. Yeah. So, but I had two years to enjoy it, you know. But if you ever, if you could think of those guys, please let me know who they were. We will. We will. We'll we be will, on the Jill. search for it. And by the end of the show, I guarantee somebody knows the name of that album specifically by what you described, Joe. That's what we're searching for is that answer. It is always a pleasure to talk with you, Joe. All right, honey. And take care. Have yep. a good holiday weekend, all Enjoy right? Enjoy your long weekend, Joe. Always a pleasure. And we move on and we get to John in Port St. Lucie. You're on Real Radio. Hang on, Evan. Yeah, John. Yeah, John. Yeah, Dan, it was John. How you doing, man? Hi, John. It's been a while. It has been some time. Yeah, I'm the one that sent you a picture of those two beautiful old red trucks. Well, thank you very much for that. Those are beautiful trucks. <laughs> um, Glenn, as, as you and I, we first concert was at the Leaky TV. Yeah, what was yours? Uh, UFO, Black Oak, Arkansas, and Foghat. Oh, okay, I take it. Black Oak was the opening act. UFO was in the middle, and then Foghat was the headliner. Was that right? Yeah, Black Oak, Arkansas. They sucked. Uh, yeah, 
I did. I don't. I don't think I ever saw them, but I just remember back in the seventies, Jim Dandy to the rescue. That was their song that got the most airplay. Uh, Fire, uh, Firefall, there, Savoy Brown, Moody Blues, Ted Nugent, um, Travers. Everybody and their uncle used to play the Leaky Teepee when they were on tour in yeah, South Florida. Man, they would just that was the stop, you know. So that runs out the concerts. Uh, seen ninety nine since nineteen seventy five, and we'll be adding on to that in the Moody Blues cruise here coming up New Year's. Are you going the Moody Blues Cruise? That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, that's yeah. a new thing they've been doing for the last several years now. Take doing the yeah, cruise ship. Be, uh, Lighthouse is going to be on there. Uh, Randy Hansen, uh, Straws of Strawberries, uh, Little River Band, Alan Parsons Project. Uh, that's I quite the lineup. Yeah, the orchestra. Uh, 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 Jeff Lynn's not going to do them, so they can't call themselves ELO. Right, right. Uh, but Dave Mason, Jefferson Starship, Melly Yellow, Ambrosia. Gonna be awesome. Zombies are gonna be on there. Zombies. It's the time of the season. Great song. Yeah, they were on there last year. It was pretty cool. All right, man. Enjoy the cruise. Gonna be awesome. Yeah, sounds good. I'll, I'll give you a report. You got it. Yeah, let us know how it went. You bet. Later. Thanks, John. Right, John. Good talking Thank with you. you, man. Thanks for the pictures. I'm. <laughs> you have no idea. What? You have no idea. No. What were you gonna today. say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm doing some. Uh, and this one's a thinker. I'm. I'm thinking about to Joe's call and. She was she was worried or she was trying to figure out what song she was hearing that had footsteps and a door slamming at the end. So I've been furiously doing my research. And Glenn, you might remember this. There's a song on Yes's Fragile that came out in 1971. And he claims that on the song We Have Heaven, at the end of it, there is that. And that would kind of, the numbers would kind of... They would kind of mesh. I, but I, I can't imagine Joe at a Yes show. I can't either. Or no. even listening to any kind of Yes music. I can't either. But you're right, though. At the end of that song, there's a there's footsteps. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the one. But but that doesn't sound like something that Joe would be into. Yeah. She? Though she did say they were the, she and her friends were the only black women in the auditorium <laughs> then, at that then time. Then it was definitely Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and another another one I found was... Yeah, that's uh, a white band. Frank Zappa had a couple of songs with uh, with footsteps and door slams and, and oh, stuff. did he? So, and that's another Frank Zappa. I mean, I can't imagine how uh, you know interracial that that crowd was. But he, I mean, he was a progressive dude, so who knows? Frank, Frank Zappa, Zappa put out some weird ass yes, music, man. Some bizarre stuff. Anytime I've ever heard it, I think, "What am I listening to?" <laughs> exactly. Man could play guitar, though. Yeah, I was a great guitarist uh, and a great musician, but uh, some of his music was. Just bizarre. It was very bizarre, and so were his children's names. Yeah. Let's go to the hotline, Real Radio. Do you want a balloon, Glennie? Look under your bed tonight. Oh, God, oh, that's creepy as hell. Pennywise. Wow. <laughs> and uh, just one more thing. I just got an email. Uh, Pink Floyd from the wall had footsteps at the end. Uh, that's what oh, I was yeah, thinking Oh, yeah, that's right. Bed. Oh, no way. Did Pink, Pink Floyd. Floyd did, that's, uh, the, the auditorium's too small for Pink Floyd Wait, to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, did you by any chance, anyone in here, see the parents that dressed their little kid up, their little toddler, like Pennywise from It? Oh, yes, I, I did. And sent them out on the streets. I saw it, yeah. And, man, this creepy little kid is taking pictures holding the balloons, and he's got his head down and his eyes pointing up to, into his forehead. <laughs> it <laughs> is uber creepy. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> yes, I saw it. 877-927-6969. Toll free. By the way, we didn't say hi to the 5 o'clockers. Oh, no. Shame no. on you. Glenn, come on. 5 man. o'clockers. Welcome aboard. A little late, but welcome. Yeah, it's good to have you guys on board. We're reminiscing about the 50th anniversary of the Leaky Teepee, the West Palm Beach Auditorium today, and the best concerts that you've seen there over the years. You're more than welcome to reminisce with us, uh, getting a bit nostalgic, walking down memory lane, and hooking you up with prizes. That's right. Coming up, we've got a round of Factor Crap with Luke. Yes. And he will have an opportunity for you to score the South Florida Golf Card. And this is where we give you the opportunity uh, to play f- uh, a round of golf at 14 of South Florida's finest golf courses. And your cart fees are included in that. We'll tell you more on the other side when we get back with your chance to win here at Real Radio. You're listening to The Love Doctors. Call toll-free 1-877-927-6969. This is Real Radio 94.3. On the Treasure Coast, tuned to 1017. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. Dano, D-A-N-O, at iHeartMedia.com. Now, there's no guarantee that our contestants are going to win Factor Crap, and that could net you the South Florida golf card. Well, I'm just saying, get some contestants here. That's a hell of a gift, too, man. 14 of the top courses in South Florida that you and a friend get to play with a uh, golf cart as well. A free round of golf at select 14 select courses throughout mm-hmm. South Florida. And as Glenn just mentioned, you get the golf cart and a friend with you. That's right. It's good stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, let's get our very first contestant. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here. Let's just uh, let's talk to Lexi. Hi, Lexi. Welcome to Real Radio. Hey, what's happening, boys? How's it going? Hey, man. Hey. Everything is going swimmingly today. I can say that. Are you ready to win, Lexi? Are you ready to take Luke on in some factor crap? Absolutely. All right, here's the deal. He's going to read three statements to you. You have to get two out of these three statements correct, and it's easy. When I say correct, you have to determine whether or not the statement is fact or crap. Luke, I'll defer to you. Statement one. Odontophobia is the fear of turtles. Odontophobia? Yes, odontophobia. Crap. It is crap. with your teeth. It is fear of teeth. He's exactly wow. right. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh. Kind of like orthodontist. Thanks yeah. a lot, Mr. Yeah. Know-it-all. <laughs> <laughs> Hold right, on. You Hold got on. one. There's one more. Horses... Fall asleep while standing. That's correct. It is a fact. It is a fact, and Lex is the big winner. All they, right. can, they can fall asleep both lying down or standing up. Dude, congratulations, right. Lexi. Way to go, man. Let All me right. throw you on hold, and we're going to hook you up with the South Florida golf cart. It sets you up with a free round and golf cart rental at 14 of Florida's finest golf courses. And that's courtesy of Real Radio. Congratulations, Lexi. And that, my friends, is how simplistic fact or crap is as a, he he did a good job man he we nailed it, it we make it easy to win here uh okay so with that said again if you can't get through on the phones we've had very busy phones today you're more than welcome to send us an email dano d-a-n-o at iheartmedia.com we welcome evan to real radio what do you say evan hey everyone hey man hey hey glenn when you saw um 
Queen down to Sportatorium. You said it's between 76 and 77. You're right. Somewhere right around there. Well, I was at that concert. Maybe not the same one you were, but um, they had a they had like pre recorded uh, um, sound behind them. And when that recording broke, that ruined their set. So Freddie Mercury just uh, went out raw and just started asking people <laughs> if, if you know for um, that was his problem. <laughs> yeah. And he was at yeah. He was asking for for requests. Hey, you want to hear? You know, what song do you want us to sing? Because it was real raw. There was nothing behind them. They were just just the band and Freddie. Oh, wow! No, that was uh, I don't remember. I don't remember that part at all. Oh, you would remember that. Yeah, you'd remember that. Yeah, I would. Yeah, just, I, I know when they did Bohemian Rhapsody, the whole opera part was tape recorded, of course, because you know those four guys couldn't sing all of those parts and make it sound like it did on the album. There's just no way that was recorded. They all left the stage. The lights went low. They had some lights lit on the stage. The opera part played, and then they all came back in as on the album when the band rejoins, you know. But apparently a lot of their vocals and instruments are recorded, too. Ooh, you know, they, cheat. the concert. They, they cheated, huh? Yeah, well, because they even admitted it because, you know, that's what they did at the concert I saw. Right, right, yeah. No, that didn't happen at the one I saw. Maybe they played a couple of nights there because I don't rem- I don't recall that at all. And like you said, I would have remembered that, I think. Well, you'd have to, to squeeze all their fans in, you'd have to play like four times in a 7,000-seat arena. Right, right. Yeah, and at the, um, I went oh. to see Boston at the Watering Wigwam. The and- Watering Wigwam. <laughs> 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 And when Tom Schultz, after Tom Schultz did his sound check, he refused to play because he said the acoustics there sucked and he just, they wouldn't play. Really? So what did they do? They yep. they give everybody a refund? Well, yeah, it wasn't right then. You had to wait. You know, it was like 12, 15 bucks back then, you know? Right, right. Yeah, but he just said the acoustics were just too bad, you know, for his music. I don't remember the acoustics sounding that bad at that place. It could have been that good. Well. If it leaked all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, so did the sound. Yeah, one more thing about that place. Um, they had a, a New Year all-night concert. And I remember it was like Leslie West, Spirit, Atlanta Rhythm Session, uh, Montrose was there. Um, and so what I, and there was other people, but um, I wanted to, you know, bring in the New Year in the backseat of my 68 Mustang Fastback. So Ooh. my girl and I, we walked out into the car. And in a little, in a little while, uh, uh, a little while, in a little while, she was going to watch the ball drop. (laughs) (laughs) Good one, Glenn. It it didn't get that far because the cop noticed my hatchback was lifted up. Uh oh. And uh, and so he shined the light on. He saw two naked kids, a bag of uh, Panama Red. And a six pack of Olympic beer. Oh, Olympia. <laughs> yeah, I remember Olympia. Yeah, I remember Olympia. Olympia. Sure. Yeah. So he told us to get dressed. He took the bag of weed, dumped it out on the ground. Oh. And then he, and then he took the beer and opened them all up and poured those out. And then he said, "Well, this will be a New Year's that you'll remember." And he told us to get out of there. We were hammered. He knew we were hammered. Just drive on out of here. Nowadays, you know. They wouldn't let you drive that way because we could hardly stand up, you know? Yeah. And oh, yeah. They told us to drive on out. That was back in the old days when, you know, they didn't really care much about, you know, DUIs or anything like that. 
Certainly, they just didn't want you uh, being mischievous and get out of town and yeah, do what you have yeah. to do to get out. Did you cry when he dumped yeah. that Panama red hat on the ground? <laughs> no, I, basically because I didn't get to finish, you know, uh, bringing in the year, New Year. Right. That was worse. Yeah. <laughs> Blue balls. Yeah. Hey, as a young kid. Yeah, as a young kid, you know, I mean, that was a... Uh, you know, highlight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, no blue balls were ever a highlight. Yeah. <laughs> you rem- you remember them forever, but they're never a highlight. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what he did say. You, this will be a New Year's you're going to remember. Well, I remember the story. Walking, <laughs> walking from your car to the front door of your house like you had a load in your diaper. Bow-legged. Hey, man. The cowboy walk. Yep. <laughs> that is no laughing matter. At all. Never is. I I had blue balls once, and this is when I was an adult, too, not a teenager. I had blue balls once so bad that I actually started laughing. It was so funny. (laughs) I thought that my nuts hurt that badly. (laughs) The whole situation just seemed so funny to me that I just started laughing, (laughs) laughing at myself. (laughs) Man, who put these things in a vice? (laughs) It's true, man. It's brutal. Well, thanks for those memories, Evan. Have a good weekend. All right. You you too, man. Always a pleasure hearing from you and let's welcome pete to real radio hi pete how are you guys doing well we're great hold on one second i'm stuck in traffic on 995 i gotta roll up some windows so i can hear you beautiful i would have loved to been on the phone with joe uh i'm a white boy that was born and raised in riviera beach she said that her and her four friends went down to the leaky keepy for a concert and it was all white yeah, three of my three of my buddies and I went to the Leaky Teepee to watch Richie Havens. We were the only white guys in the entire audience. <laughs> you want to talk about being freaked out? It was unbelievable. But a lot of horror stories from that that um, Leaky Teepee. A lot of them. Richie Havens was very very good though. It was a great concert. Oh, I'm very, I'm, very good. I'm sure he was. Uh, and uh, I've seen better, but uh, one of the best I saw was Bob Dylan was an opening act for Carlos Santana. And that was here not too long ago, um, like 93, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that was, was that the story where one of our listeners met him and gave him the old clammy handshake? He gave him the old fish fish uh, rag hand. No, well, fish mean, rag hand? I mean, dead dead fish. I meant I the dead, dead fish handshake. I know where your mind is. Yeah. That, that possibly could be it. I, I don't know. But the crazy thing was that Carlos Santana opened for Bob Dylan. Right. And put on a show like you would not believe. Unbelievable. Bob Dylan gets out there with his three-piece or four-piece band. 90% of the crowd left, and it left the whole open floor. to You could get as close as you wanted to the stage, and the people that left left a great concert. Even though he can't sing, the greatest music that he ever wrote, he played and played for hours. It was a great show. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't get the appeal of Bob Dylan. Never I, did. I, I never did. I never, never did, did either, really. I had a girlfriend, and that's all she ever listened to over and over and over. And I got to the point where I'm like, look, this isn't working. I can bear- <laughs> You broke up with her uh, over Bob Dylan? I absolutely did. Taste, huh? Absolutely. 
uh, that that might be an age thing, though, because like I'm ten years older than you guys. Oh, she was she was and, almost seven years younger than me. I I never oh, got really? the appeal. I don't understand why she liked Dylan like yeah. she did. I never got it. Well, good good for her. Yeah, she wrote great music. He's an excellent, excellent uh, songwriter. He's a songwriter just, and a poet. And yeah. yeah, just don't get the don't get him. Uh, him and Roger McGuinn hung out a lot together uh, with uh, uh, Pete Siegel, and those guys when they got together, they just started just ripping stuff apart, and they they taught each other, and the more you learn from other musicians. The better you get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, well, that's that's my little. <laughs> All right, man. The leaky teepee, and I'm gonna open up a nice cold beer. You guys have a great weekend. Atta buddy. Safe on Monday. All right, you too. Good you talking too. with you, Pete. Thanks Good for, stories. Thanks for calling. We're uh, reminiscing as the fifty. When is the fiftieth anniversary? Monday. Of, uh, Monday is the fiftieth anniversary of the West Palm Beach Auditorium. So we're taking leaky teepee stories. I don't think I'd ever been there. You've never been there? Huh? No. I mean, I, w- when I was going through um, well, adolescence, I was more of a you know a Broward cat. That's why I went to the Hollywood yeah, Sportatorium. right. And, you know, I, I didn't really even move to West Palm until the beginning of this year. I lived in the Treasure Coast by you when I was uh, working here before. I was last there in the 90s, like I said, for a couple of Alabama shows I saw there. And Reba McIntyre was on the bill as well. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. I like me some Reba. You, yeah, yeah she, I, I like some of her stuff, too. Yeah, very much so. A cute thing. Logan, welcome to Real Radio. Hello, guys. Hi, Logan. Hey, remember, I don't know if Glenn remembers, remember they used to have the uh, Palm Beach Grand Prix down there by the Leaky Teepee? Sure do. They used to run down Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard when the, before the Grand Prix moved later on to the uh, South Ex- Florida Fairgrounds. That's where I saw it. My first year in 89 was at the South Florida Fairgrounds. Yeah, my first year was 88, and I saw them at the South Florida Fairgrounds, but I, I remember, I, I never went to it when it was running downtown, but when they, you know, on, on PBL, but when they moved to the fairgrounds, I started going. And then I went to all of them that they were that were held at the fairgrounds. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was my first race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they even left the uh, finish line marker on uh, Mom Be- on Palm Beach Lakes for like a year or two before they finally covered it over. And so, and uh, now out at the fairgrounds, are some of the curves from the permanent part of the track still out there? Uh, I'm not sure. I got free tickets when I went to, to go to that. I'm not. That's the only time I've ever been to a car race. Yeah, I I don't know. I know that the 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 track out at the uh, out at the fairgrounds was part permanent, part temporary. You know, concrete walls and chain link fence, that kind of thing. But they also built in some corners there uh, with the uh, red and white stripe curbing on them. You know, uh, and I don't know if I was curious if that's still out there at the fairgrounds or not. If you can still see that, yeah, I couldn't tell you. All right. We used to go and all used to go to the uh, raffling shows down there too. We used to get good tickets, so we'd we'd be on like ringside, and you can hear the raffles talking to each other, what they're going to do, and how long we got left to go, and they started giggling toward each other. That was always pretty neat. Yeah, you can if you can you can even see that on the on the big televised wrestling uh, shows where uh, they'll be locked up in the you know the collar and elbow tie up and they'll be like okay I'm gonna throw you against the ropes and then you're gonna you know you're gonna do the you reverse can see them yeah, like, yeah. talking their moves out <laughs> yeah <laughs> and they never rehearse a little bit of it beforehand but you oh, know I know that yeah you know, you, they, it, it's a just like an organic thing they you know might might have some issues and they just kind of reminding each other what the hell to do. <laughs> well, we also had uh, well we're on on TV they have us they have the cone of death for Irma. 
uh, they don't have us in the cone of death. They, th- no, I don't have anyone. Yeah, it's still too far out there, but just seeing it on TV is funny. Yeah. 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 They're, yeah they don't like it when you refer to it as the cone of death. No, they the don't. The cone of destruction. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. it was the of utter de- uh, It was the cone of certain decimation. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> The decimation of another bullet today. We had uh, a meteor only came within 4.4 million miles of us today. Ooh, it's like right around the corner. I can feel the breeze off that (laughs) thing as it blew by. (laughs) Well, and I talked about this again. Amateur astronomers can get out there. Apparently, you can you can catch a glimpse of this thing if you're up early enough in the. I guess it's the southwest sky, but it'll look like a moving star. Mm-hmm. If you've got binoculars or a telescope, you'll be able to see it, they say. High-power binoculars. Mm-hmm. I need to get me a good pair of high-power binoculars and just mount them on the tripod and get right. out there and look around. I'm there you go. Digging all this stuff. Logan, good talking with you, man. Uh, one, uh, one last thing. Uh, who's more doable, Liz Krantes or Suzanne Boyd? Ooh. Oh, both. Damn you. They're both beauties. They are gorgeous okay. women of news. Yeah, don't make us choose like that. Yeah, no, no. yeah, that's not fair, man. No, no, that's no. not fair. That's a loaded question. There's no gun against our head. That's right. You, you know what? I watch. I watch the. Uh, I watch Suzanne Boyd on the on the news, and when they do the pan out shots, oh, yeah. like you oh, can yeah. see her legs, and there's like it looks like. It's a, probably some battery pack, but it looks like oh, it a is. house arrest monitor. I know that, what you're talking yeah, about. That makes her a lot They harder. all wear them. <laughs> they, they, do. All, they all wear Shannon Cake on Channel 5. You'll see her on, on her newscast sometimes when they show her standing. She'll have that. It's it's the remote transmitter for the uh, the microphone that they have on the wireless mic. I, no, I think that's what it is. It, is, it? A, it is a house arrest bracelet. Oh, you just like the dirty girls. bad girls. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that about you. All right, Logan, get out of here, man. One last thing. Oh boy! All right. Before the boogie, before the boogeyman goes to bed, he checks the closet for Chuck Norris. That's right. That's exactly uh, right. We've heard this. <laughs> That's right. All right. Take All care. Right, see you guys. All right, man. Thanks. I love those Chuck Norris isms. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Norris doesn't do push-ups. So what is he like? He no. The, he, <laughs> uh, the earth, he pushes the earth down. Yeah, he pushes the earth down. <laughs> We've had whole shows oh. dedicated to Chuck Norris jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he bowls overhand. <laughs> there's some good ones, man. Uh, there's too many of them packed up there. Can't sort them out. All right, let's go to. Let's see if. Let's see if we can. See if we can get any participation on the hotline worthy oh. worthy of the show. Okay, or we're going to shut it down for another hour. Hotline, real radio, Lakewood Park, Florida. All right. It's certainly not a teepee, but those girls certainly have a drip. <laughs> Dude. Gnarly, bro. Man. Oh, man. All right, so we've got more stories. Again, tomorrow, or Monday, rather, is the 50th anniversary of the West Palm Beach Auditorium. And we've had some some fine stories today about your life and reminiscing about times and shows that you've had at the West Palm Beach Auditorium. You're more than welcome to share them with us. 877-927-6969, toll free. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.